And hello, we are back with a new episode. Oh, there's so much to get to. It's an exciting day because Aaron Rodgers could be on the move. Draft pick grades. The draft is over. It was exciting. Uh, I was right on a few picks um, that I thought uh, would happen. I enjoyed it, watching it. It was a good time. So many dreams being realized that day. Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick like we all thought. The 49ers, they pulled the trick out of their bag and they took Trey Lance. And I thought they should have taken Trey Lance. And boy, uh, he has tremendous upside. And I think they dodged a bullet there with Mac Jones. Mac Jones is going to go to a stable franchise in the Patriots. So I think he's going to have a good career there. This is Pass It to Patrick, um, the sports podcast where we pretty much dive into everything sports. Uh, Today we're going to be talking a little bit about the draft. We're going to be talking the main story that we're going to get into is Aaron Rodgers and everything going on with him. And I 100% believe he is on the move. He will not be a Packer next year. I think he will be playing for the team Denver Broncos. That's who I think he'll be playing for the Denver Broncos. Uh, He wanted to go, reports suggested he wanted to go to San Francisco. That's obviously not going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance there. If he goes to Denver, no mentoring a young quarterback, no threat to uh, the starting job. Um, They have decent weapons. They will have to give up something uh, for him. I think it would be three first rounders and Bradley Chubb or Von Miller. I think that would be the package, but he will cover up a lot of the uh, problems and holes in that Denver team if they do have to give up that. Uh, we, we've seen it before, draft picks. Um, you don't want to mortgage too much of your future, but draft picks, you know, in, in the draft there's this tendency that uh, people get into, and it's, oh, you can never have too many picks, and you can always take a lot of players. Well, it's not a bad thing to have picks. But a lot of these guys are busts, and, you know, the first round is probably the round where you're going to hit the most on your players, but, you know, it's a crapshoot when you pretty much are taking chances, and Aaron Rodgers is a sure thing uh, for the foreseeable foreseeable future. Uh, You can tell that he could win another Super Bowl in Denver very easily. So uh, it's it's exciting to watch, but... um, the Packer and Aaron Rodgers relationship, uh, this is what happens. This is what happens when you don't cater to your star star quarterback. Uh, I'm with Aaron Rodgers 100%. Um, he should get what he wants. Uh, now, granted, you do have to have some respect for the organization. Uh, they have to make business decisions, uh, what they feel is best for their uh, organization, but You know, he looks at Tom Brady. Tom Brady got what he wanted. He looks at Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson got what he wanted in a way. Him and Pete Carroll worked out their differences, and they have the overall same goal. But you you didn't let Aaron Rodgers know that you were taking a quarterback last year. You didn't didn't let him know that you were taking one uh, with the 32nd overall pick. And guys don't like that. Your starting quarterback doesn't like that. You know, I... I genuinely believe that if they were, if they'd have told him, "Hey, we're gonna take a quarterback here," 
uh, wide receivers. We're going to address that. We're going to trade up. We're going to make something happen here in the second round. We feel like this guy uh, could play in a few years whenever you decide to call it. And if they would have done that, I think Aaron Rodgers would have had more respect for them. I think when you have somebody that Aaron Rodgers, of his caliber that he's given to that organization and city for uh, so many years, I think it was very disrespectful to take a quarterback when you have him on the roster. And, you know, that's what happened with Tom Brady when they took Garoppolo. Now, granted, Garoppolo wasn't a first-round pick, but what did Tom Brady? He didn't like it. So what happened? He's gone. He's gone to San Fran. Like, the truth of the matter is you have to cater to your quarterback. And when you don't, uh, they can just up and leave. And what's going to happen is Aaron Rodgers, I believe 100%, is on his way to Denver. That deal is happening. I think it's in the works right now. I think it'll happen within the next few days to maybe a week. But but that's a done deal. I think it's going to transpire a lot quicker than people think. Now, granted, the cap hit for the Packers is something to consider. But if he retires, you're going to have a losing season anyway. They'd have to figure out the cap. But I, I, I think they need to get the deal done. I, I think they will get a deal done. I, I think they need to get the deal done. So it's this it's the same old thing of you, you got to give your your star quarterback what he wants. And, you know, look at what the Chiefs did with uh, Mahomes. They pretty much fixed all their offensive line needs. Uh, you know, Mahomes got chased around in the Super Bowl way too much, got hit. And he's like, guys, come on. And what do they do? Uh, you know what? We're going to spend a god awful amount of money, like 200 mil. Fix that offensive line. We're, we're good. They have one of the best offensive line now offensive lines in the nfl now uh and the depth too the depth they have on that offensive line is incredible so i think aaron Rodgers in denver is where he's going to be most successful too we're going to kind of talk about that because you know the denver broncos have been up and down on a quarterback for for so long john elway and them guys they've been trying to get it right for gosh a few years now maybe more, four years? They've been been trying to get the quarterback position right. But finally, (laughs) just like with Peyton Manning, finally, uh, you have this this ray of hope coming into your franchise that is Aaron Rodgers. And you didn't have to draft him or develop him. You are are inheriting him. You are getting him. And three first-rounders and Von Miller or or Bradley Chubb, that's a steal to get Aaron Rodgers. And... Uh, you know, I don't think they should give up Jerry Judy because that's a huge weapon for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers, Jerry Judy, and no offense, uh, in the same division? And the Broncos need this. They need this because Herbert, Mahomes, they're so far I have the best quarterbacks in that division ranked Mahomes, Herbert, Derek Carr, and then Drew Locke in that division, Teddy Bridgewater. If the Broncos acquire Aaron Rodgers, it's now Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, it's the Broncos with Aaron Rodgers, it's uh, Chargers with Justin Herbert, and then the Las Vegas Raiders with Derek Carr. It's it's crazy how much that would shake up that division, and it would be it would be so fun to watch uh, that. Uh, matchup Aaron Rodgers playing Mahomes twice a year that those games will be primetime games no doubt and um, the 
Broncos will make a huge run. They will be in that Super Bowl bubble, uh, no doubt. They have the the defense, even without Von Miller, uh, if they trade him or Bradley Chubb, they, they have enough on that defense to make it work. And Aaron Rodgers will cover up a multitude of holes uh, on that team. And you know what? Maybe sign a veteran wide receiver. <laughs> Maybe try and include something with the Aaron Rodgers trade, and you have a, a good wide receiver. But it is it is crazy because last year the Green Bay Packers screwed Aaron Rodgers, essentially, in the draft. And then what did he do this year? Yeah, he had all this leak uh, this year. It's not, it's not. It just didn't leak. He wanted it to leak, all this stuff. So, you know... <laughs> That's that's what you get, Green Bay. You should have included your quarterback, and I'm sorry to your fan base, but when Aaron Rodgers leaves, uh, Jordan Love, I believe, is not Aaron Rodgers or close to him. So when Aaron Rodgers leaves, you guys, you'll still be a good team, but you will you will start trending downward. Just just my opinion. They Aaron Rodgers makes that team, and. I think that it's just a huge um, wake-up call to these teams with big-time quarterbacks. Uh, you got to keep them in the know, give them some power. Not all the power, but give them some power with decision-making. Include them in the room and keep them happy because when one of them leaves, it's uh, it, go, it goes downhill quick. It's almost like LeBron when he leaves a team. It's, it's almost that caliber of player with Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, you know, I am throwing them in the same kind of area just because Aaron Rodgers elevates a team the same way LeBron elevates a team and when you take LeBron away from a team that team tanks and so when you take Aaron Rodgers away uh, the Packers will trend downward Um, Devontae Adams I think tweeted out an interesting tweet appreciate a good thing while you have it and Aaron Rodgers liked it and that just speaks volumes to me. That means he's pretty much gone. He's reportedly told people on the Packers roster he is not coming back. So there, in my mind, there is no way he's coming back. Sorry, Green Bay, you messed up. Um, the MVP, I can't believe you botched this, but your MVP, MVP quarterback is on his way out. So the 49ers ended up taking Trey Lance, because I want to dive into this. And they still have Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm happy they didn't trade Jimmy. Uh, just because he's going to mentor, uh, reported yesterday by ESPN, Jimmy Garoppolo ready to help San Francisco 49er rookie quarterback Trey Lance. And this is the perfect scenario for San Francisco. You you don't want to trade away Garoppolo. And, you know, you only gave up a second rounder for him. You don't want to trade him away. He's going to he's gonna be a good mentor. I think Garoppolo knows... Uh, he knows himself and his body, and he knows that the injuries have derailed his career a little bit. And I think he's made peace with that, which is good because, you know, the worst thing you could have is a a bitter starting quarterback who thinks that he's, you know, Aaron Rodgers, let's say, like Garoppolo. No doubt he has confidence, but it's just his injuries. He knows it's not him. They like Jimmy there. But he knows that it's just his injuries that are catching up with him. And there were reports that he was going to go back to the Patriots and all this and this. But I'm happy that they're keeping him because Trey Lance needs this. Because Trey Lance hasn't started hardly any games in college. 
There is not a lot of film on him. He needs this to take his game and his experience to the next level. Uh, he's going to get into foot. He's going to get into the NFL football shape. Big guy, big kid, can run fast. He's going to move. He's going to impress a lot of uh, San Francisco 49ers uh, brass when he gets into the practice um, OTAs and training camp and practice. And the the 49ers are in an interesting spot in that division because now that they've taken Trey Lance, they are scary. They are in, in an interesting spot. I think they are the second best team in that division behind the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, San Francisco 49ers, Rams, and then Cardinals. Um, that's just how I see it. So, uh, no doubt the Trey Lance, uh, if they would have taken Mac Jones, that would have been hard for a locker room to get behind. You know, uh, we gave up, you know, here's Jimmy and here's Mac Jones. Uh, you might as well have taken Kyle Pitts, in my mind, if you were going to always take Mac Jones. You know, you should have just taken another weapon for Jimmy. Uh, but I'm so happy that they didn't take Mac Jones. I said on my podcast last week that I think they would take Mac Jones, but I wanted them to take Trey Lance. So uh, no doubt San Francisco 49ers fans were excited. I think uh, they cheered really, really hard when they saw Trey Lance's name uh, come out of the commissioner's mouth. So uh, happy for San Francisco. I hope they they get things right with Trey Lance. Um, you know, I think Jimmy will, uh, be gone after this year. I think he may see the writing on the wall and after Trey Lance, uh, learns from him, I think it'll be in chiefs, Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes relationship. I think that, uh, Garoppolo will either go to a team that needs a game manager or some quarterback like that, because you know, the future there is, mentor Trey Lance for this year and then you're essentially the number two quarterback behind him next year so unless Jimmy comes out and blows everyone's mind and has an MVP year which I don't think will happen he will be a good mentor 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 Trey Lance and then uh, be on a new team next year oh boy so many stories so so many stories the NFL draft, we had the Bears move up and take Justin Fields. Um, it's another big quarterback that was taken in the draft. Um, I think it was the smart pick by the Bears. You, you got to put yourself in the position of uh, the GM and the head coach there. The clock was ticking on them. Like You got you to gotta do something to get this fan base uh, pumped up. You got to take a, a, take a big swing here in the draft, and they did. They moved up, and they were able to take Justin Fields. I loved the pick. Now, granted, I'm always saying you need depth. You know, you shouldn't just take another quarterback. But them guys, they were they were on the hot seat. If they would have botched this pick, it would have and you know had a losing year. That would have been it. But because they took Justin Fields, I think they've bought in themselves a couple years uh, with that organization, the GM and head coach, and it's. I think Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in the draft. It is, I mean, not the second, the third. I think that it was Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and then Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. And I don't know how we got to the point where Justin Fields fell from the second best quarterback. Um, you know, I think some stuff got put out there that wasn't true. And, you know, he just kind of trended downward. But, 
the Broncos made a great decision by taking him. They can develop him. They can use him in different packages. I think Andy Andy Dalton will start the year, but he won't finish it. I think midway through, Justin Fields will get the call to start, and he will energize that fan base. And I'm happy for him. I think I think the kid's gonna, you know, blow people's minds. I think he's gonna run around and uh, do some amazing things. But so Bronc, I think the Bears were a winner in the draft with that pick. 49ers were a winner. Jags a winner. They got Trey Lance. Um, the Jets and Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I just don't. I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I want him to prove me wrong. But he is going to the most stressful, intense environment you could go to in the NFL. It's New York. It's, you know, the Big Apple. And those fans and that media, those media outlets there, they they tear their quarterbacks apart if they don't perform well. Sam Darnold handled it uh, about as well as uh, anyone could there. I think that uh, he was happy, though, to get out of New York just because of all the dysfunction. But I think it's interesting that, you know, they instantly went for a quarterback. I wouldn't have instantly gone for a quarterback. I would have, you know, if I was the Jets, I man, I don't even know. I guess you kind of had to go for a quarterback, didn't you? Gosh, I just think maybe you should have taken Trey Lance just because that kid's bigger. But then again, who was going to mentor him? Because he, you know, he's throwing him into the fire too. Same situation. The Jets are just a very up-and-down organization. I just don't know where I stand on them. I, I, They're in one of the toughest defensive, defensive uh, divisions with Bill Belichick, Brian Flores, Sean McDermott. I mean, that division, they're going to be chasing. Zach Wilson's going to be running for his life. <laughs> and I, I hope he can move quick and, you know, get the ball out of his hands quick because he ain't going to have a lot of time. And, you know, I think the Jets should have thought about that. I think they maybe should have went with some depth. I, I, man, it's just hard to know what to do with the Jets. I don't see them having a winning record this year at all. I see them having a number one top pick next year. I see them maybe being in the, in the top five of draft picks next year. And these teams that take quarterbacks, you know, I think Jags had to do what they had to do, and they were ready for a quarterback. Jets were not ready for a quarterback. That's I think that's what I'm kind of getting at here. The 49ers were definitely ready for a quarterback, smart taking one. The Bears needed some juice in their franchise, so taking one was perfect. And the Patriots taking Mac Jones, I think that that might fire Mac Jones up to be a really good quarterback. Um, but I think that was a smart decision taking him. I, I honestly think the Jets taking Zach Wilson was the only one I kind of... Uh, kind of made me cringe a little bit roll my eyes just because I he, that guy's going to be running for his life and I mean I hope he proves me wrong I hope he can prove all the doubters wrong he just looked a little small at the draft he looked a little bit like those moments were a little big for him even at the draft and you got to have a chip on your shoulder uh, to play in the NFL you just do um, nothing nothing comes easy in the NFL you got guys that are undrafted that are going to be mad that he went where he did and they know they're better than him. Oh, man. This is, man. I got my top 10 uh, teams going into next year. The, this is my new updated top 10 so far. Now, granted, things can change. But it's time we get into the uh, one of the big topics. 
on the podcast. And that's the Lakers. I am genuinely worried about the Lakers and LeBron James. Uh, LeBron's made comments recently. He doesn't think he'll ever get back to 100%. He he looks a little bit like this injury sticking with him finally. I'm just... He's, he's getting to that point where Father Time may be catching up to him. And I don't like admitting that because I think LeBron James is one of the greatest players to play the game. I, I hate the fact that people put him down and say he's not great. Well, they're just jealous. That's all it is. They just want to find a reason to hate on LeBron. And I've been a big LeBron supporter uh, my whole life. And the the fact that he's finally, his age is catching up with him, I'm worried about the NBA's future. I know people are going to be saying, like, that's dramatic. People shouldn't be so worried. We can do this without LeBron. The NBA, to me, becomes a lot less interesting without LeBron. It just does. He carries this league. It, it becomes a lot less interesting. It it's, I, And, you know, I had the Lakers winning the championship. The thing about the Lakers, though, their, their chemistry seems to be a little off. Now, granted, they did, did beat the Nuggets. So, you know, that's something I, LeBron doesn't like the play-in tournament. I think they want to avoid that play-in tournament. So they did, they were able to beat the Nuggets, but it just seems a little off. I wish, I wish they would have had more time to come back and get some chemistry. Now I'm hoping I'm wrong because I still want them to win the championship. I'm not a hundred percent anymore on them winning the championship. I've, I've been decreased to about 75 to 80% that they're going to win it. I, I hope they do because I want to see LeBron get his fifth ring. Um, just my personal opinion. But the future of the NBA, I mean, it's not dramatic to say. LeBron carries the league. He carries that league. To to say that, oh, the league's fine. They We got Zion. We got Giannis. We got Steph. Those guys are great. Uh, they're great. And, you know, don't even tell me KD's on the same level you know, of carrying a league. He has trouble carrying a team. He's a little, he's a little sensitive. <laughs> uh, just my opinion. But the LeBron James argument that the league will be fine without him, he, he makes the ratings go up in a league where the ratings have gone down. So to say that, to take a key piece of that away and think it'll be fine is just ludicrous to me. Uh, LeBron adds character he adds depth to the league he adds great storylines he's very opinionated um some people don't like that but the lakers and where they stand as a team i think ad needs to show up a little more for them to make a run at the championship but altogether the nba is just a very interesting at an interesting place right now last year with the bubble then going right into this year uh, and lebron hasn't been you know that happy with the NBA and how fast they wanted to go back in. And I kind of get that because they, they went back in hard at the, the next season. I think he had like 70 days off and that's nothing. So, you know, LeBron, the Lakers, the NBA, it's just, a, it's in a very interesting spot right now. Uh, I, it's just sad. I don't want to see father time catch up to LeBron. I just, I don't because I think he adds so much to the NBA. And uh, the play-in tournament, I don't know how I feel about that. We're going to see how it, how it goes. Um, I, I, I personally, 
I like that the NBA tries stuff, but I, I would just like them to stick to some stuff for a while. It, yeah, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be fun to watch. We'll see how it transpires, but, um, definitely keep your eye on the Lakers. I hope they get their chemistry figured out and they make a run. I still have them going to the finals against the Nets and I'm about a 75 to 80% that they're going to beat the Nets. Uh, I've said in the I'm, I'm always up and down with the Nets. Sometimes I think they're not that great. I watch their games. They don't have chemistry. Other times they're just an offensive firepower. Now they have struggled with some bigs. Giannis scoring on them. They get bullied a little bit. So I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Lakers and the Nets. That's what I just, I, that's what I think. Uh, maybe I'll feel a different way next week after I watch a few more of their games. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all I've really got to say about the NBA today because, you know, it's got to watch and see what happens. Uh, but you know, getting back to the NFL, it's storylines in the NFL. They just keep coming and coming and coming. It's, it's ridiculous because the NFL used to be the league that kind of slowed down after the season ended, but <laughs> they're actually ramping it up, uh, 10 times more now, uh, than the NBA sometimes. So, um, I got some of the draft grades that I kind of want to talk about uh, today. I Draft grades are so hard for me because, you know, you just got to kind of see what happens. Um, a couple of the teams that I, I think, you know, aced it, I'm just going to go through a few. Uh, a couple of the teams that I think aced it were the Chicago Bears. You know, they, they made a big splash. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I like that they took a running back. Uh and kind of the, the sleeper team, I think the Broncos did pretty well uh, getting Patrick Sertin the second. I had them. That was my other pick from like last week. I, I kind of thought they would take him. Um, I, you know, I kind of went back and forth. A lot of people are saying the Broncos, but I was personally thinking they need to take Patrick Sertin the second. That's what I said on my last podcast. And I'm, I'm happy that they did because he's a key piece. He's a key cornerback and, if they do get Aaron Rodgers, watch out. That team is that team is locked and loaded. Um, so finally, it's time. I want to get into my top ten teams going in to next year. These are my top ten uh, rankings of the teams next year, who I think will be the top ten teams. So let's go ahead and get into it. Starting at number ten, I have the. Miami Dolphins. They made a lot of good moves. Hear me out. They made a lot of good moves this this past year. They they they're gonna put some weapons around Tua. The, you know they they got a decent line. We're going all in on Tua. Um, if they were get Aaron Rodgers, if they were to get Aaron Rodgers, with which I think some people have talked about, they would obviously move up in my top ten. But Miami Dolphins, they have a lot of potential. I I think that they're going to be uh, the number ten team next year. My next team, the Los Angeles Rams. They had a good start to the offseason. I feel like they slowed down a little bit after the Matthew Stafford trade. Um, I don't see them being better than the Chargers uh, in that in that city, but I think they will be the number nine team. Uh, Sean McVay's he always motivates those guys. He never has lost the locker room. So they're my number eight team. I mean, my number nine team, sorry. My number eight team is the Los Angeles Chargers with Justin Herbert. Uh, He's going to be leading that new offense, and I think it's going to be a great second year 
they got Rashawn Slater to protect uh, Justin Herbert in the draft. I liked their draft. Uh, they got a pretty good draft grade, I think, and I they're my they're my number eight team, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, my number seven team is the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson has improved every year he's been in the league. He is a diverse passer. He can run the ball great. Um, I I have him as one of my top five quarterbacks in the league. And so he is going to uh, be number seven on my power rankings list uh, for this year. Uh, coming in at number um, six. Now, this, this is a little interesting. But I think the San Francisco 49ers will be great at number six. I, I don't have them in the top five. Because just because you know they got Jimmy Garoppolo, if he gets hurt, Trey Lance will have to come in. A lot of pressure then on Trey Lance. Uh, so that they're my number six team uh, in the draft. Uh, coming in at number five is the Seattle Seahawks. I think Pete Carroll in that and uh, Russell Wilson in that team. I believe they fix things. They've kind of smoothed things over. Um, they they've gotten better in a few key areas. So they're my number five team. Number four, the Cleveland Browns. They may have one of the best offenses in the league uh, and one of the best rosters in the league, too. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see what Baker can do. He's got a well-rounded uh, roster. If he can't win, they're going to have to make a decision on Baker. Uh, but they're, they're my number four team. Time for the top three. The Buffalo Bills come in at three, <laughs> and Josh Allen showed why he is a legit MVP candidate uh, going into this uh, next season and he can run he can move he can chuck the ball he's got Stefan Diggs on the outside uh, wide receiver you know have him dart down the field chuck that ball up that team is no doubt my number three team number two is the Kansas City Chiefs and what an offseason uh, I've never seen a team respond faster than the Kansas City Chiefs had. They they pretty much went out and just got whatever Mahomes needed to succeed. Get that offensive line. You know, I think they lost Sammy Watkins, but that that's okay. They can have they have another they have a couple good receivers that can step up and they have a, uh, some other options for receivers as well. They're my number 2 team. The number 1 team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is incredible that they re-signed all 22 of their free agents that were projected to leave. That just shows you what good uh, financial uh, experts they have on that team and cap people to figure out the cap, to find a way to bring back everyone, including Antonio Brown. And they're my number one team. I think they have the best chance to repeat. Uh, it'll be it'll be a fun season to watch them, um, see if they can get back there. A lot of obstacles still to overcome. There's always that uh, Super Bowl hangover effect, you know, that you have to face. But they're my number one team. And like I said, my power rankings, it's going to change uh, every week. Just because until we get up, I think I'll put in my final power rankings right before the season. Just because there are so many different moves that can be made, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to watch the NFL and see all these different moves. Because all these moves can be made like that. Just crazy quick so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are my number one and that's my top my top 10 uh, so far after the draft and free agency so yeah guys it's no doubt limitless stories um, pretty much to get into 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers is probably my number one story. I'm going to be covering that pretty hard. I'm going to be following that story. And I'm going to watch like everyone else, and we'll see what happens. But I, I have him definitely on the move. I don't think he's suiting up in, with the Packers next year. Just too, too many little things with Aaron Rodgers. Too many little fights that are happening, uh, you know, for me. But, man, I'm excited. I'm also excited to see what happens with Washington. <laughs> I think we did really well in the draft. I liked our picks. Some people you know, in the sports world, we're, one, we're wondering what we're going to do at quarterback. I'm worried also, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't exactly my first choice, but, you know, we went defense, Jamon uh, Davis, I think it's Jamon Davis and linebacker, and I love it because we just made our defense even better, and I think that's what Ron Rivera is thinking, and I like his thinking. He's He's said that I think he's thinking in his mind. He hasn't said this, but I won the division last year with my defense. I just need a mediocre quarterback back there. My defense is going to win this division. And I I think we have the second best quarterback uh, in our division. Dak Prescott, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Daniel Jones, and Jalen Hurts. Just because we don't know what Jalen Hurts is yet, uh, we'll know uh, closer to the end of this year, I believe. He he might move up to be the second best quarterback Uh you know, we also don't know what Daniel Jones is either, so he could move up. Washington fans, I'm a fan of Washington too. Everything is going to be fine. We all just need to take a deep breath and relax. I think Riverboat Riverboat Ron has us on the steady, straight path. Um, changing the culture, uh, motivating the guys in the locker room. That defense was crazy good last year, Chase Young. Adding another piece to that, I mean, my God, this team is its off and running. Uh, and uh, I'm excited. I'm going to be watching a lot of Washington games uh, this coming year. So, yeah, guys, it's pretty exciting in the sports world. And uh, um, listen for another podcast next week. Uh, this has been Pass It to Patrick, and uh, we'll see you guys later.